Ooh, got some gurgliness going on. Pant crapping, world ending glee. I made an elf rogue named Fagballs. <laughs> you are listening to the After the Fact podcast. It's a freaking bowling ball made of energy. I'm sorry, I'm not understanding why this is a problem. As a as a kid, I was borderline retarded. Classic gaming by geeks just like you. I beat the second boss in the game. As far as I'm concerned, I beat the game. Mike, I got a headshot on you. I pistol sniped you from across the room. And now, your hosts, Luke Matthews. The game just, like, bent me over my coffee table and rubber-fisted me for the next, like, 20 minutes. Eddie Isaac. I could have beat that boss with Heathcliff. Thanks. And, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a slingshot. Easily. <laughs> with no problems. And Joel Simon. I have nothing to say. Okay. It, well. it, that's why I'm on this podcast, right? Welcome, everybody, to episode 62 of the After the Fact podcast. I am here with a shortened crew of Eddie Isaac. Hey. And all the way from the Trade Secrets podcast, we are joined today by Joel Simon. What's up? Hey, you get to do it on this show. (laughs) I know. Andy's not here to cock block you. Yes. Um, So this show we are doing, uh, Out of This World, it was a, a... Programmed by Delphine Interactive, something or other, and released by Interplay and U.S. Gold in the United States. Uh, it was called Another World in other countries. Um, uh, but as usual, we will start by talking about what all of us are playing right now. So, Eddie, what are you playing right now? Still playing the Star Wars. Uh, and I'm surprised I, you might be the, one of the only people. It's, that's it's still under playing that apparently game. it's under a million people playing right now. Oh. Um, so however, we're, talk, we're talking about Swotor, right? Yes, yeah, the Old Republic. However, there are um, there's a lot of updates coming out, a lot of good stuff. Um, they talked about a new, basically like a new companion at E3 they were going to release, and uh, apparently, I think there's something that's going on. It's going to there's a free to there's going to be a free to play option soon. I think what's going to do is you're going to be probably able to be free to play up to a certain level, and sure. then have to pay to play after that. But I mean, I like I like the game. You know, it's keeping my interest right now. I'm solving my uh, my gear problems. You know, <laughs> but um, I'm splitting time between that and Just Cause Two. I never played the original Just Cause. However, I heard Just Cause Two was a real game, and because I have PlayStation Plus, it was a free download. So I said, Hey, oh yeah, you know, why not give it a shot? Um, the only problems I have with that game right now is is that it's a it's it's one of those open world games similar to Grand Theft Auto, Assassin's Creed. So yeah. in order for you to get a platinum trophy, you're gonna have to collect ten thousand of this and a thousand of that and three thousand of this, and so it's gonna be a long play. Didn't Just Cause three just come out? Is that uh, or is Just Cause two the newest one? You know, I'm actually I'm actually I thinking not of? sure. I don't know. So I'm not it's, sure. is Just Cause? That's one of those open world sandbox. It's games. it's an open world sandbox type okay. game. You know, L.A. Noir. It's just like all those games. Cool. I know nothing about it. I, like my my gaming, my PS3 gaming doesn't run to those sandbox type games. I just can't. Mm. Uh, I can't. I can't sink enough time into them. It it does take it. It just sucks up your life. I, one night, so the night I started playing it, I played it for a couple hours, put it down. The next night, I think it was a weekend, so it was like a Friday night. And or no, it was a Sunday night. That's what it was. It started on Saturday. It was a Sunday night. I picked it up at nine, and when I when I looked at the clock again, it was two a.m. And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I got to go to bed. Like I got to gotta get some sleep." God, I haven't done that with a game since fucking 
I don't even remember the last game I did that with. I think it. I mean, I re, I, dif, I distinctly remember doing it with uh, Half Life. Mm. Um, I, and I've done like like I said when I got Uncharted two, I sat down and I played it for about eight hours straight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the lose track of time thing hasn't happened to me in a while. The first game that ever ha- ever did that to me was Final Fantasy seven. And anybody that knows Final Fantasy VII, I played from the beginning of the game until you make it actually out of Midgar into the open field. Oh, wow. And and that was, and I lost track of time. By the time I looked at the clock, it was like 5 in the morning. Jesus. So anybody that knows how long it takes for you to get out of the city knows how long I played that game. Yeah, the Half-Life game that I played, uh, I was homesick from work and had just picked it up and sat down at my computer like Christina got up and went to work and at, at like I don't know like seven in the morning or so I got out of bed I sat down in front of my computer um started playing half-life and she walked in the door and I was like wow you're home early and she's like no I'm not <laughs> I was like and I had played from the beginning of the game right up until you um go through the actual thing to the alien world like all in one sitting. <laughs> wow. So, well, spoiler alert. Uh, uh, yeah, for a fucking fifteen-year-old game, you go to an alien world. Yeah, there's no, uh, there's no. The statute of limitations on spoilers is like a year tops. It really is. Like I, I, I was actually, um, I was actually reading something on. I don't remember what website it was, but there was a guy talking about Sherlock Holmes, and he was saying. Um, the whole post was about sequels and prequels and and authors and and creators extending IPs based on fan pressure, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the things that he brought up was that Sherlock Holmes was originally supposed to only be three books. And it was supposed to be three books, and in the third book they kill off Sherlock Holmes, and then they bring him back randomly because people wanted more Sherlock Holmes so badly that yeah. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's like, ah, fuck it, I'll write more Sherlock Holmes. And... He says that in the beginning of the post, and some jackass is like, oh, fucking spoilers, man. I can't believe, like, I'm reading the first book. I can't believe you'd say it. I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm sorry, but spoilers on something that came out in the late 1800s? Nah, <laughs> no, that's not okay. <laughs> nope. It's gotten no. to the point where you just can't talk about stuff, you know? And that's bullshit like, oh, because... Yeah. And that's why I, like, I've... I just don't give a shit about spoilers anymore. Yeah, you, can, you can spoil the crap out of something for me, and the the... The only time I care about spoilers is when it's so integral to to what I'm watching, right? Yeah. I could give a shit if somebody spoiled something like The Dark Knight to me mm. because it's a fucking Batman movie for Christ's sake. Yeah. Now, it you know, the 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 key example is always something like uh like The Sixth Sense or you know, something that has a major twist and that is the thing, right? Yeah. All right, don't spoil that for me if you can avoid it. But like Fucking, especially old shit. Like, I got yelled at once for talking about uh, talking about when Peter Jackson's version of King Kong came out, mm-hmm. and I talked about the. F- I was talking about the ending and about them killing off King Kong, and I'm like, and somebody got pissed off at me because they okay. hadn't seen Peter Jackson's version, and I'm like, uh, this movie came out in 1917. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. How many incarnations of King Kong have they been? Have there been, and they've all ended the same. <laughs> yeah, Him right? on top of a tower with a white woman. Yeah, and that's it. And it, 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 I mean, I that's it. 
They got to shoot him down. Yeah. No, okay, so <laughs> I've gotten the same thing with uh, War of the Worlds with the Tom Cruise reboot. Came it's out. the same yeah. thing. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, the aliens died. What? No. It's this. Like, oh, 1936. Have you Come not on. seen the original War of the Worlds? It's yeah. the same. Have you not heard the right? It's the same yeah. thing. Well, you know, and. And one thing that I'm happy about is nobody's spoiled Cabin in the Woods for me because I haven't got a nice. chance to see it. It hasn't come out on DVD mm, yet. Yeah. And people have been pretty um, pretty good with not spoiling it. They've been talking about it and say there's... And see, I don't mind... Um, I, don't, I don't mind if someone's clear with me. Like if I start talking about something and someone pause, makes me pause and says, wait a minute, I really don't want that spoiled for me. Totally fine. Mm. But if I don't know... That you haven't seen something, <laughs> and I talk about it in your presence, and you're like fucking spoilers, dude. Like, no, it's sorry, you yeah. f- you fucked that up. Yeah. So anyway, um, what are you playing, Joel? Um, I'm playing a little uh, Heroes of Ruin on the 3DS. So um, <clears throat> my my basement got flooded, and so they had to pack up everything while they they did the drying out of the said basement. So all my consoles, my computer is all packed up in storage. So I haven't been able to play any games for the last two months, and I've been doing handheld. So Heroes of Ruin is a new 3DS Time to buy game. a Vita. I, I know, I know. Well, it, after I pay for my basement, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll spend there are certain expenses. There are certain yeah. expenses that just need to take precedence <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, that's true. So you need to get that the Vita, Vita taken the pre- care of. The Vita it's, takes it precedence. Needs, it needs a killer app. It needs a killer game. You know? No, it doesn't, because it's got a lot of good games. Yeah, like it doesn't. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Uncharted, so, Golden Abyss. Now here's mm. here's one thing. Gravity so Rush. My big thing for the PSB and the reason why I bought it was Monster Hunter. I love that game, yeah. and I have the physical copy of it. Now, if I got a Vita, I would have to buy another copy that's download. Yeah, you'd yeah. have to get the digital version. I would have to buy it again, which to me is asinine. Mm. I already have the game. Can't I just prove it, you know, pop it in or something? I would love if they would do something like that, but that's never going to happen. Like, that's that's the thing that aggravates me a a lot about those situations is that they don't, um, that they, you know, they consider the digital and the retail product as separate products when actually it's not separate products. It's just a different delivery method. Mm -hmm. It's still the same fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah, you're not going to see a Monster Hunter game on the Vita for a very long time. Because no. uh, Nintendo pretty much fucked Sony out of that. Yeah. So. Um, well, they didn't they have it in Japan? Uh, I, not on the Vita. No, the Monster Hunter whatever the 3DS four? one was. No, there's a Monster Hunter Four out. I thought. Uh, yes, on consoles, not on handhelds. Uh, okay. Monster Hunter the was it is it no Monster Hunter Try is the yeah. Wii one right? Yeah. What's the one on 3DS? Monster Hunter. I think that's Monster Hunter Four. Is it? Mo- oh yeah. It so the one the when it came out on the 3DS they. Uh, Apparently, there's some sort of exclusivity that yeah. Sony's got them on lockdown. Yeah, so which is which is lame because if there was a Monster Hunter on the Vita, it would be selling like sh- fucking crazy in Japan. Yeah, but yeah. oh yeah, it would, and that's one of the reasons why. Same thing with uh, Dragon Warrior. Yeah. So so if if they do come out with any good games, I'll get it on the Vita. It looks gorgeous. The the yeah. Vita and it plays well. My and my friend was also saying that you're able to actually play Monster Hunter online as opposed to local wireless. Which you're not able to do. Really? Yeah. You, the the, the whole thing with Monster Hunter, for some reason, is it's only local, and um, it's pretty asinine. Yeah. You, know, you think you'd be able to? There's a few things like that, actually. Um, I just like one of the games that I'm playing that I was going to talk about was uh, was uh, Mod Nation Racers uh, Road Trip, yeah. and they only put 
they only put local wireless in that, and they didn't put online. Mm. And now, for me, I understand why that's an issue for a lot of people. For me, it's not a big deal. And in fact, with handhelds, I don't think it's a big deal at all um, because I don't, I don't really give a shit about playing online on a handheld. Right? If I'm going to play multiplayer on a handheld, I would rather be sitting around with people playing locally. I do. Um, I love playing online. With the handhelds, I mean, and also with the inclusion of a, a microphone now that you're able to talk to other people. Yeah, it's it's a lot easier. So wherever you go, you can hook up in a Starbucks. If you ever get stuck at a boring wedding or something, yeah, be a cave wall, uh, a, a wall flower, and not a cave participate. Wall? The cave yeah. wall. Yeah, <laughs> I was I, a cave wall in high school. Uh, I know what it's wall. like. Yeah. <laughs> bat caver, cave. You know those people. I'm thinking about out of. Yeah, I was covered in covered in slime and bat shit. One hole. Anyway, you've been playing well, Heroes, Heroes of Ruin. Ruin. Yeah, which is online. You can play it local, online, with the world and everything. I haven't really played it with other people. It's kind of cool. You can connect with other people. It tries to be like a Diablo. It okay. really is a handheld Diablo. Um, it's, it's not. It has quests. You're going around hacking and slashing. Um, one of the problems is, is that once you get up to nine, 99,000 coins, uh, you can't you can't carry any more coins, mm. which is like, eh, okay, I don't really don't need any money. Money because, cap. Yeah, <laughs> because most most of the... Spend them bills, yo. Most of the money mm-hmm. or most of the, the gear Make that you rain. get are drops, right? <laughs> That's the only way you can get them is through drops. You can't really buy them through shops. You can buy shit through shops, but it's not that good. Only problem is, is that... Then what's the fuck, what the fuck's the point of the money then? Okay, so once you fill up, once you fill up with gear... And then you try to sell it off. You can't sell it off because you have too much money and you can't get over 99000 So you have to drop the gear or something and then or buy some more gear. Drop the gear, buy some more so it fills up and then sell it off. And it's, it's a big rigmarole, which they really didn't need. What's the point of having the money in the first place? Then? Exactly. That's what I'm wondering. Is like yeah. if, if, you, if you are maxed out on money and can't think of something to spend it on, like then they've <laughs> fucked up their in-game economy yeah. pretty bad. Oh, yeah. yeah, they did. And like, that, that's, it's not that big of a deal, but yeah. I mean, can it, you just max out on potions, Phoenix Downs, <laughs> something? I yeah, mean, but, but if you're maxed out on potions, you can't buy any more. Okay. And if you have enough money, you can't sell any. Wow. So your They should full. have unlimited items of some sort then. They should have like like... You should be able to get components for like creation of things or something. Yeah, something, yeah. something anything. So it's, it's one of those design elements where they really didn't think about it until it actually was released and was like, oh, yeah, yeah that would probably be an issue. It's it's all right. I've been playing it. One of the cool things is every day you get daily challenges. The more challenges you do, you can get medals and coins. So you can nice. buy super gear. Okay. And they have weekly challenges. Um, well, you can get coins that you can't do anything with, but. Well, yeah, well, the, coin, <laughs> the coins are complete. Well, they're like metals that you can buy stuff. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Completely like um, special gear. Okay, okay. It's like, special purple Like commendations. Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. Um, so I've, I've been playing that, and then also uh, Pokemon Conquest, which since it's Pokemon, it's another Pokemon game. I've heard good things about that game. I've heard it's, it's, it's like um, the way it was described to me was... Uh, Pokemon meets Nobunaga's Ambition. Yeah, with like, Final Fantasy Tactics. Uh, yeah. yeah, so yeah. It, it's like, it's, yeah. So I was I was a big fan of Nobunaga's Ambition back when I was a kid. I'm a Pokemon fan, and then also a tactical RPG fan too, so mm-hmm. it's like right in my wheelhouse. I'm loving it. It's a little too simple. It was kind of geared towards... That's Pokemon. I, yeah. Kids. It, okay. 
<laughs> I understand this. I mean, even regular Pokemon games are really good RPGs, but they're very simplistic. Like it's n- there's not a lot of complexity yeah. to them. There's there's a lot of well, there is in some of the really deep like, no. World Championship sabermetrics. <laughs> if you spend if you spend sixteen weeks trying Sorry, to make Pokemaster. Pokemon. Well, I'm just saying there's a lot to it. We've yeah. offended Ash. <laughs> <laughs> Take this. Um, yeah, so that's really all I've been playing um, and then watching a lot of Olympics. Uh, I yeah. can't watch Olympics because I don't have cable. Yeah. And that's, that's that's one of the things that sucks. Is what what is the deal with the Olympics? That it, like they they show swimming. It's been swimming and gymnastics for the last because week and the a half. US coverage of the Olympics blows a big fat wad and mm-hmm. has for the last fucking 20 years like it just been it's it's always shit yeah um in this day and age you're better off i found it you're better off especially with the olympics streaming it on you know streaming online or or just you know or following you know just following the updates because you will never see exactly what you want to see you know Mm -hmm. especially um they're focusing on on swimming basically they're they're focusing on the sports that the u.s is good at exactly you know basketball swimming and um and gymnastics Things yeah. like that. I, and, so. and Luke, weren't you raving about how Comcast has a lockdown on it? Oh, it's such bullshit. Yeah. Like, I would love to be able to watch online legally, uh, but I, I, it wasn't Comcast, it's NBC. Oh, it's yeah. And I would love, to, then I go to NBC's site, and in order to watch online, I have to have a cable subscription and NBC. Like, yeah. What the fuck? NBC's not even a cable channel. <laughs> yeah. Like, and yet they're like, "Oh no, you must, you gotta have a fucking Comcast. Brr, brr, brr. You can't watch this online. Yeah. You're you're doing it wrong. You're missing yeah. the fucking point." Yeah. Like, and you know, and the funny thing is, I think that the largest because I looked this up on Wikipedia, and the largest viewing audience for well, it the must Olympics. Be true, then. Yeah, seriously, it, yeah. it is. <laughs> largest viewing audience for the Olympics is uh, the nineteen eighty. 84 Olympics. Uh, that would surprise me. The LA Coliseum. That yeah. was that was the heyday. That was a high water mark, and it's gone down ever since. Yeah. And mm-hmm. every time they've locked it down more and more, they've got less and less viewers. Yeah. To the point where people just don't care. And anymore. because we and the other thing was that I very distinctly remember in the late 80s and early 90s because my my family I grew up watching the Olympics. I love watching the Olympics. Yeah, so do I. Um, but it was like in the late eight. It was like the 88 Olympics, I think, or. The Seoul Korea Olympics. Uh, yeah, where that was the first... 88 and 92 were the first years where NBC started doing all of their fucking human interest bullshit, yeah. where instead of just watching a sport, you would watch, like, one girl do a tumbling run in the g- gymnastics and then watch a 15-minute video about her and her fucking <laughs> plight in life. And then, and then they'd come back and you'd watch one more tumbling run that was half an hour later and they skipped every fucking thing in between. Yeah. You know, it, and, and that's just... Um, and that's what they've gone to. Like, they're... They try and turn it into this huge like uh, entertainment uh, thing where oh, yeah. they're trying to tell these stories about athletes rather uh, than just fucking showing them competing against each other. Yeah. In 1992, mm-hmm. Susie was born in a, in a <laughs> shed in Cambodia. <laughs> right. And due to the fact of her plight through life, she managed to survive on nothing but broccoli and carrot sprouts. <laughs> And make it to the outstanding athlete she is today by watching YouTube and Googling techniques. <laughs> yeah. How'd she pay for that? Uh. With your money and Sally Struthers. <laughs> <laughs> and she made it to the Olympics. She made it. So. Um, yeah, so um, yeah, that's what I've been playing. Yeah. Um, like I said earlier, I've been playing Mod Nation. I just picked up Mod Nation Racers Road Trip on my Vita. 
been playing that because I, I really just I wanted a cart game, and I was I've got, I got really bored with Mario Kart Seven really fast. Uh, like, I maybe if I played against people more often, I would be more interested. But I just oh yeah, that's right. You're, the back game. Yeah, and the mm. and the the tracks in that game, like the game that controls. Well, really well. It's like the best controlling Mario Kart game in a long time. It looks really good. The tracks are so fucking boring. <laughs> oh, no matter what level you're at, too. I'm already. I've already got most of the way through the 150 CC level, and the tracks are just boring. Yeah. Um. So Mod Nation, I can if I get bored with all the fucking tracks, I can download ones that people have made or make my own. You know, so yeah, they it's have got, a track maker. Oh, nice. they have every. You can modify everything. You can make your own cars. You can make your own driver. You can make your own tracks. Like that's the whole point. Mod and Nation. the name of the game is Mod, Mod Nation Racers. Racers. Oh. Yeah. What? That's you know, genius. Yeah. If if you ever, I mean, of course, it's almost it is really like an if you ever get a chance thing. But in Japan, they have a Mario Kart. It's like Mar- it's called Mario Kart GP, and what it is is it's in the arcade, and there's like uh-huh. four or eight, and you can sit there, and even if you're playing by yourself, you, st- you get the little card that yep. keeps track of all your stuff, and that that actually, and I think they're on part two because there was like Mario Kart and GP and yeah. GP two, excellent. I like, actually saw that in an arcade in Vancouver, BC. Okay, yeah, there all was right. a because there's a there's a couple of arcades up there that are really fucking good, really? and yeah, and very. Very Japanese style arcades, so huh. there's a lot of there's a lot of the typical arcade games that are available. Right. There's some of the older stuff, but most of the stuff that's in them are things like Mario Kart GP, like eight player nice. sit downs, lots of fighting games, nice. lots of um, uh, like like the I'm sure you've seen them because you've been to Japan, like the the the. Like the tabletop, the, like the card. sit down ones. Like no, right. like like it's a normal arcade game, but you it's not at standing level. You it's like down. you sit down, oh, and yeah, it's like yeah. the white. Uh, oh yeah, the white, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, all the that stuff. Oh. Fucking pachinko machines. Oh, Japan like, all makes gaming very comfortable. Yeah. very comfortable experience. <laughs> you know, I, I go in there, I sit down, this nice, comfy little little couch, and uh-huh. it's mine. Nobody else sits there with me. The guy, <laughs> if I'm playing someone, they sit across from yes. me. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I yeah, have yeah. this whole area and I can just sit down and go, I got elbow room, I don't have to worry about somebody yeah. nudging me. They make We're, it very comfortable. I want to go there. Yes. Uh, well, we'll go up to Vancouver one of these days and go to that, because that arcade's actually really cool. I'd it's love, it's, I'd love it's in go. a mall out in Surrey, which is out uh, east of, of downtown Vancouver. I'd love to go there. Um, and the other one that I just bought was Sound Shapes, which is uh, it's a new kind of indie game, and it's on it's on the cheap from PlayStation Plus right now. Right. Uh, and it's really cool, um, because it's very... Um, how do I put it? It's it, I mean, it as the name implies it's very music oriented so there's there's a mild rhythm element to it it's not like a huge rhythm element but it's it's basically just kind of like a platformer hmm. very similar in a lot of ways actually to uh, another game i've talked about which is uh tales from space mutant blobs attack uh so it's you know you're not a character that's walking you're you're like this little round thing that kind of sticks to walls and stuff and can jump around and as you go through the level you collect notes and for each note you collect, it adds to the music that's playing in the background. Um, so really? the music gets more, that gets deeper as you go into the game. And everything in the levels is tied to the rhythm of the music that's playing. So when there's, you know, there'll be like little missile launchers or enemies or something that are getting in your way. And if you, 
if you pay close enough attention, you can see that their patterns are all tied to the rhythm. And so it helps you, you know, it can help you get through the levels. It's actually really, really cool. Um, I haven't played through much of it, but I did find out that uh, when you buy it on either Vita or PS3, you get the other version uh, for free. So okay. we got it on both consoles now. I just so need to download can, it on the PS3. You can transfer it. Uh, that I don't know. I, w- I would assume so. Yeah. It's also got a level editor, which is really cool, which um, from what people have been talking about, the, the level editor... So the level editor is very rhythm. It's tied to rhythm. So um, imagine if your screen is cut into a grid that's eight, eight uh, units tall by, I think, uh, it's like 12 units wide. Huh. and Like a musical stat. Right. And every if you place an object, if you place a note... Uh, in any of the eight high, um, there's a bar that goes from left to right, and when it hits that note, it plays that note. So the low, it, the the lower the space, the lower the note, all up to the higher notes at the top. Mm. So you can you can even go in there, and you don't even have to create a level that's playable. You can just literally use it as a music editor, basically, what? and make you know just drop shit in there and make 18. music. So yeah, it's um, it's a really cool game, and I'm I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's uh, it's pretty sweet. You know, there's and always whenever games can bring in that that third sense, yeah, the the sound, um, you it always does so much better because I know my my friend he geeks out on res, and one of the reasons why is because the whole game is. Made linked to the the music yeah, of, the, yeah, of yeah. the game, which I didn't really realize until you start watching it and you're like, oh, yeah. The first game that I ever noticed with that, I mean, I had played rhythm type games that are like, you know, things like I think the first rhythm game I ever played was actually uh, Frequency mm. on the PS2, um, but the one that really made me notice was on uh, where the SSX games because they uh, they have a dynamic soundtrack and the better you're doing the more depth is added to the music. Yeah. And then if you wreck, it just dumps the music down oh, to wow. like, just like a beat or something. And then the better you do in the, uh, on the track, the music yeah. kind of builds back up. And that's, yeah. uh, that actually added a really cool element to playing the Does game. Do sound so. shapes do that? Uh, basically, but it's okay. it's more based on collecting the notes throughout the level, okay. um, and then you can uh, once you've gone through the level once you can start playing it for score for like time attack or getting all the notes in a level or something yeah. like that. So, um, uh, how much? Oh, you got it for uh, free? No, right? I didn't get it. It was it was on discount. It was eleven ninety nine. So okay. I mean, full price is it's still only fourteen ninety nine, and that's a. Uh, that's actually a really good deal. And uh, Tales from Space, the other game that I was talking about that's similar, was only eight ninety nine, and those are both r- really fun games. Yeah. So. so it's a fully realized game. Yes. It's, okay. It's yeah. Not it doesn't like a, feel. Hey, here's it a doesn't tech demo. feel. No, it doesn't feel like a tech demo or a shortened thing. It is a two D platforming game. So yeah. if people are get whiny about that, then <laughs> oh well. But um, but no, it's a good game. So um, there was a few news things I wanted to talk about real quick. First, the first of which, which I forgot to write down, was. Uh, the uh, the 3ds XL comes out on the 19th, which is it'll probably actually be out by the time this gets posted. Um, but uh, I don't know if anybody else is interested in it. I'm I'm kind of interested in it. Uh, the the DSi XL was dumb, but um, I don't know. I'm hearing I'm actually reading. I've read some really good reviews of the 3ds XL. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my 3ds, I actually I. I like the system and I like playing games on it, but the system 
doesn't fit my hands well at all. Yeah. Like, it's, like, too cramped in the... Fucking uh, analog nub thingy is in just slightly the wrong place. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I, I saw it at, at Comic Con and it looks it looks awesome. I like the yeah. matte finish to it because yeah. it looks a little more utilitarian than the uh, the glam and glitz of the the 3ds. So yeah. the buttons the buttons are instead of um the kind of a touchpad pressing button. I, I don't know. Uh, no, I know like the home and start the and everything start and are actual buttons this time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so I'm I'm excited for it too. I'm more excited for some of the games that are coming out for it. I wish they would. Monster <laughs> Hunter. Um, there is there seemed to be like a, a new custom Robo that was coming out. I'm a, I'm a big Japanese robot geek, so like a, a 3D custom Robo game would seem kind of cool. Custom Robo was fun. Yeah, like I like I like that game. Yeah, as long I, as I'm, I need my I need a 3D Chibi Robo game, man. <laughs> hey, you know what? For, as long as I have my iPhone, I, I just don't have a, a reason to really get a. a you're hand- you're the problem with the world. You're the problem. A handheld, a handheld system. You're the reason why the Vita is failing. You, well, you're I'm it. Re- well, I'm, you're the re- it. I'm the reason. You are the reason. I you're have a, it's an all in one. I can make a call. I can text. I can go on the internet. You can't play Uncharted on it. Okay. I can play mm. Infinity Blade, mm. which doesn't even remotely compare. I can play Bejeweled. Ooh, <laughs> and you angry got, birds. You got me, sir. And, and, you, I, and, I, and angry I birds. Relent. And angry birds. And Tetris. And and oh, Street God. Fighter. Oh yeah, that's right. I can play Street Fighter. Anyway, how, how can you play Street Fighter without buttons? That, that's the whole. The, thing. the buttons are there. They're on the screen. Oh, that's horrible. Uh, so the, I the say s- it was good. <laughs> <laughs> I just said I could play it. Uh, the second thing I wanted to bring up was the the Ouya. We talked about it on the last episode. Uh, it was a Kickstarter console, uh, open source, Android based. They encourage hacking. They uh, set a goal of nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars for their Kickstarter uh, for thirty day Kickstarter. It uh, it hit two point five million in a day and a half. And this, uh, as of this recording, it was funded. It it. The Kickstarter finished three days ago, finished at eight point almost eight point six million dollars, uh, and uh, has over sixty one thousand backers. Wow! Um, the vast majority of those are at the ninety nine dollar level or higher, which means that ever that most of the people who backed the console are going to get one because that was the that was the reward, right? Um, I know I backed it at uh, there was a two hundred dollar level that got. Um, you get two. You get no. You get one, but you get an extra controller, and they etch your controllers with your username, and then they give you a little founders icon next to your username, so that from for all eternity, when you're logged in, you have a little founder icon mm. next to your wow. name. Um, get in on so. the basement. Uh, the ground level. Yeah. Hey, so, so is this developed by Google? Are they? No, it's a completely independent group that's oh, okay. developing it. They're just using Android as the base okay. because they they can make a console that runs on Android uh, and doesn't need effectively doesn't need any. Uh, anything to port Android games to it. So if a de- developer already has a game in the Android marketplace, yeah. all they have to do is is um, technically they they should up-res it to 1080p, but even they don't have to technically, right? Like a game could yeah. run, you know, with lower resolution, but right. yeah. but yeah, it's it's uh, it should be fairly easy. And they've already got a lot of partners on board doing some pretty cool stuff. Yes. They've got. Um, some big developers, some both big indie developers and big time like uh, 
developers like Activision and, and Ubisoft are talking mm-hmm. about putting games on it. So yeah, because they make PC games, it wouldn't be that yeah, hard to just exactly. Make it so it looks like it's a uh, it's it's funded, and I will get one. They're supposed to they're supposed to have them made and sent out to all the backers and and up for sale in March of 2013. So yeah. I will uh, I will keep people informed once I get mine of how how it is. Um, all right, see. that's good. Hey, what's a what's the storage? Like, is it hard drive? Uh, no, it's flash, actually it, it doesn't have cloud. so it's cloud to start. Um, it comes with I, not much. I want to say like sixteen gigs of flash in on board, but. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, which I, there's a lot of things that I need to look up on this, but to mm-hmm. the best of my knowledge, I think they're going to let you hook up a hard drive to it. So mm-hmm. you can just hook up a USB hard drive for storage if you want okay. extra. Um, so basically when they announced this, you just turned into Fry with two handfuls of cash. <laughs> uh, kind of, Take yeah. my money! <laughs> yes. Take my money, please. Uh, okay. And we'll see how it works. It's it's all digital, which is exactly what I want out of a console. Mm-hmm. You know, I that's why I love my Vita. I don't I haven't bought a single physical game for my Vita. And um I'm I'm interested to see if this works out yeah. because uh and I figured for you know, for a for a two hundred dollar investment for the extra stuff like I would have, I would have paid. It would have, it would have cost me. Um, let's see, the controllers. I think they're they're doing are forty nine ninety nine for their controllers. So it would have cost me one hundred and fifty for the console and an extra yeah. controller anyway. And I would probably have bought it and just tried it out because what's the you know I'm yeah. a gamer and I've got I own I have owned plenty of consoles that are failures. Uh, I mean I own a Vita, so yeah. Well, it's like, not a <laughs> yet. No, it's still doing okay. Yeah. You'll do fine. Uh, You'll do fine. No, I, it's so funny because you're you're like the hipster geek. <laughs> no, no, hear me out because a lot of people when they're when they're geeks or game collectors, they like their physical media. Like like Peck, she has a whole room yes. for NES. She, that's her whole thing. And you have gone completely digital. Yeah, I I, no there, I think there are flaws system. in the digital system right now because I I think there's a, there's problems with DRM and the way the ownership works. Mm. But I love the idea of um, it started with the Vita, especially with handhelds, because. I don't want to carry around games along with my handheld console, right? Mm-hmm. right? I want to have everything in one, and I can. And that's I've got like I've got fucking twenty something games on here, including PSP games, yeah. and I still have a shitload of storage left. Um, and I just I like I like downloading shit. Yeah. I love I've got a bunch of games downloaded on my PS3s. Uh, yeah, I I just well no I mean I, I totally agree with you, Luke, because of the fact of you know this week. I went. I went to the uh, went to Games GameStop and I reserved uh, Resident Evil Six Tekken Tag Two. Mm-hmm. While I was there, I saw a copy of Dynasty Warrior Seven, and I was like, "Oh, you know, I like a little hack and slash. I'll pick it up." Well, I get when it's not necessarily a problem, but I get home and I go to my PS3 shelf and I realize, "Wow, I don't have any more space on my <laughs> shelf right? for for cases for cartridge." And I'm like, "You know what? It would actually be great if I could just if every time the game came out, it's like you just had the option. I can go get the physical copy from the store." Or I can yeah. just, you know, I can just download it. It's yeah, it's, it's starting to, to move that way, yeah. but I mean, because they've done it with um, uh, was it Batman, Lego Batman, DC right. Heroes, like a couple, mm-hmm. a few, a few of the new games just came out. They're like about about a week or two after the game yeah. releases, you can just download it in the place that you know on the PlayStation Network. Yeah, which I mean, 
it helps with everything, you know, when you move, if you have to move, you know, just everything, you know, yeah. I'm just picking up my system, my console. Put your Vita the, in your pocket, you're good to go. The scary, exactly. the scary part of for a lot of people is the whole ownership thing that's like you don't really own the game technically. Right, right, right. And I, I'm kind of... I'm kind of torn on that because I I do agree that it sucks the way that they word their like terms of use always sucks because it's like oh you you were buying a license to play this right. game and blur um but I'm also not as skeptical about the intentions of of these places as a lot of people are because I know that if they do anything that fucks people out of their games they're going to lose the people that keep them afloat right. you know Definitely. and that's Definitely. so so anyway, uh, yeah. Don't piss off your base. Now, now on the flip side of this, because I'm I'm more on the physical media, and I don't sure. because every time I've downloaded something, I've always gotten burned. And just recently, I had my Pokemon Black and White, and I had my Pokemon Black and White, and I transferred all my my Pokemon from the previous generations to this one. I was like, I'm okay, I'm all set, got it all right here, and I lose the game card. So wow. yeah, so like three three months of my life. I mean, like straight twenty-four hour days. That's how much time I've put into Pokemon over the years. Just gone. I was like, well, okay, that was a. Big where did you lose it? Do you know where you lo- lost it? Like, is it is it potentially in your home, or did it, you like was, lose it on a plane? I just recently found it. Oh, it was, okay. It was in my home, and it was it was in a. It was in a drawer, and it was one of those things where you search the drawer like seven or eight times, and it's not there. And all of a sudden, you the night the, the ninth the drawer time, again, is there. yeah, it's like boom, it's right there. It's like wait, what the fuck is that? Yeah, that, no, that was as your as your girlfriend like comes out and sneaks it out of her console and dumps it in the drawer. Like, oh. yeah, <laughs> look, Joel, here it is. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's the flip side of the physical media. You can lose it. Yeah, or it gets scratched or destroyed. True, yeah. You're screwed. I have. Or, uh, go ahead. Oh, with with digital, you can just download it again. I, I have three. Uh-huh. I have three copies of Tekken Six. Two Japanese copies. One American copy. You know why? <laughs> because my two my two Japanese copies, I cracked them. Yeah. I um you got pissed off and just like ah. One, no, one day I took it out of the PlayStation, put it in the case. The next day I went to go take it out of the case, and it was cracked. <laughs> I've had that happen before, actually, and I don't remember. I'm trying to remember crack. what game. I think it was a copy of uh, Ultimate Mortal Kombat for the PlayStation One, mm-hmm. and I put it in the case and then shifted some stuff around, and then I b- took the case out. Snap. I opened it up, and like only half the disc <laughs> came out, and I'm like, "Oh, fuck oh, me!" Man. Yeah, and one thing my friend always reminds me is that that those CDs are only they have a half-life of like 15 years or so. Yeah. So after that, um, they, they start going bad, losing the information. So we're right at that cusp where stuff yeah. is just going to start. Well, and, the, the, and the, the worry, I think, the biggest worry, I think, is for downloading all this stuff is with the way those uh, things are, those agreements are set up is, say in, in 10 or 15 years, like when Sony is clearly not supporting the PS Vita anymore, um, or say you know in twenty years and Sony's not even in the video game industry anymore, and I have a PS3 that has a bunch of digital digital games on it, and they're like, oh fuck it, we're going to shut down our servers because they're not any good anymore. Right. Like what happens then is the big question. Like ideally, if if these companies are smart, they just wipe the DRM. You got your game on your console. You're good to go. Yeah. But we already made our licensing fees. Why? When would anybody ever play a game twenty years later? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. 
it's not going to happen. We are going to talk about this game. I know that none of us really want to talk about this game. I was but I was totally excited about talking about this game until you played it. Until I played it, I mean, and then, <laughs> and then I realized my mistake was playing the game. Yeah, it was. That, <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking about flashback. Flashback uh. is the game that I played and I really liked. And this is the first game that I played, and I'm like, this is fucking hard. Yeah, so far, that's maybe you should just leave it like that because I have a feeling that it's not actually flashback, but that's what you're using in your mind to justify the fact, justify the fact yeah. that you hate out of this world and you don't want your childhood destroyed. No, no, so. it, it, no seriously, it, it's flashback. If you haven't seen that game, it's a lot like this. I own that game. I have okay. flashback. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, in that talk, that tell, game tell the listeners. Flashback or yeah, Out of This about World. About how Flashback is like Out of This World. Well, it, it's the same kind of cinematic quality or platformer, just like um, Out of This World. A little better graphics, a little better um, maneuverability and play control. Am I, am I wrong about this? I, I feel like it was about the same, but that's just that's also not from recent experience. I haven't played it in a long time. Yeah, so. yeah but I, I... And then one of the things is I do remember some of the scenes, so I really sucked at this game. I... You you passed an area that I couldn't get past for two hours in the first time you came to it. The over under was about twenty. <laughs> so for for everybody listening, we have been playing uh, out of this world, and actually we've um, technically, with the exception of Joel here, uh, all of us that were originally going to do this episode have been playing out of this world for about a month now um, because. Uh, we started this before uh, I left for my vacation, and uh, weren't because we weren't able to pull the episode together before then. So now we're doing it now. Okay. And uh, Out of This World came out in 1991, released by uh, uh, developed by Delphine, and released by Interplay. Interplay released it on consoles, and U.S. Gold released it on uh, computer uh, on like Atari ST and Commodore and stuff. Um, the original was available on fucking everything uh it was available on amiga apple II, atari st it was there was a dos version snes genesis mac os the 3do <laughs> the 3do there was a there yeah. was a sega cd version Ooh. uh and the Tapwave zodiac which i've i've heard that we've talked about that occasionally on the show but i have no fucking clue what a tap wave i don't know is. what it is i can tell you uh, that right now so <laughs> sounds familiar it's um, a mythical beast yeah i think like i unicorn. originally played this in um ibm xt and and beautiful four four color CGA. <laughs> yeah cga oh Woo! nice yeah yeah, it's, that's the wave of the future right nice. there, man. It really was. Um, the game is... It's kind of hard to describe. It's like they they tried to do something... They tried to not do the cartoony, like, over-the-top type platformer with it, so they tried to make it more of a... It's a lot like Dragon's Lair. Cinematic. Oh, see, I don't want to compare it to Dragon's Lair because Dragon's Lair, you don't actually control anything. Right, Dragon's yeah. Lair. It's just like you're playing a cartoon. It's like a DVD game, basically. Yeah. You're playing a cartoon, and then 
it'll you have to hit a button when an icon appears on the screen. Yeah, it's all quick left, time events. Press right, right? At the certain, yeah. At the right time. So this game, you're at, you are actually in control of your character. It's actually a platformer. What you can you're say. semi in control of your character because he <laughs> doesn't <laughs> he doesn't want to do anything that you want him to do. <laughs> so your control is is re- control is relative at this point. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not saying that the control <laughs> is good. I am saying that you are in control of the character. Um, Somewhat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's. It starts out and you've got, you know, you've the dude, the dude either like runs like the wind <laughs> or strolls like he's trying to piss someone off. He can frolic. And that person is me. But, <laughs> like, but, but he can frolic. He has this neat frolicking ability where he can yeah. just jump yeah. and just uh, like he's tiptoeing literally uh, tip, through the tube. Yeah, tip, he's almost like, yeah he's, yeah, he's he's a ballerina. Yeah, and uh, he he does. He's got his little fucking keds, and he does his <laughs> he does his he does this like this kind of like probing kick, like he's kicking the tires of a car, yeah. or he gets down and like crouches and does this like uh, <laughs> kind of. That's that's the sound I imagine with this like stomp move that he does. Uh, like I, there's like when he's trying to get get rid of a spider, and he just. Does, <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, he is he is like a professor, I suppose, and supposedly, according to the or intro a, video, or a college that, student, or maybe he's an intern yeah. or what have you. So, that what I think has is access to his own particle accelerator. Right. So, what I think is is that during his time at college, they made him take an elective, and he took kung fu, <laughs> and so that's why he has the limited fight. It's the limited fighting ability. Tai Chi. Yeah, he, he has is from his his days at college. He decided to take something. He's a guy that sat in front of an episode of Kung Fu, The Legend continues. continues. Like, up, I got that. Exactly. (laughs) This is my move set. I've got one credit left over. What am I going to do? Kung Fu. Kung Fu. (laughs) Why not? I could be in that. I I had a a one-hour class in Kung Fu. Accelerated particle physics. uh, uh, Advanced advanced theoretical mathematics and... and, uh, Kung Fu. (laughs) Spider stomp. Karate. Uh, He, you know, when would this ever come into play? You know, I'm never going to ever use this. I don't need to learn it. <laughs> it I will say this. So, I I actually played it on uh, iOS on my iPhone. Okay. The the controls. I I don't know if Joel's just really bad, or or if the controls are just really crappy. But no, I the controls say, are crappy. Okay, I will say this: the controls from watching Joel, the controls on iPhone are much better. Yeah. Um, the controls are much better. Of course, the graphics are much better. I mean, they've had a chance to redo the game, update. You know, yes. update update the visuals, but you. But the neat thing is, you can switch back and forth. You can watch. You can play the 1991 graphics and difficulty, or you can play. The, you know the 2000. Uh, you know 2012, 2011 yeah. uh, graphics and huh. difficulty. And so they have a easy mode, which is easier than the original game. Normal, which is about the same level as the original game, and then hard, which is just. Which is go fuck yourself. Pretty, pretty much. Like, you, no. You, you're going to throw it. You're going to throw it when you get done. How can you make uh, yeah, this game any harder? Well, well the, right? It, they have, like, they have, it, like, they have easy, they have normal, which is hard, yeah. and they have ram your dick into a stump. <laughs> like, that's, no thank you. <laughs> Hit my balls with the hammer. Hit my balls. <laughs> yeah, right? No, honestly, because this game is all about puzzles, right? And and a lot of the puzzles are, okay, well, you know that room that you passed by five rooms <laughs> <Right>. back? <laughs> you, you forgot about the two hours ago, and you died 15 go, million times. Go back to that room. Oh, there's a light switch back there that you had to flip. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That, that was supposed to turn down the... Turn off the the doors you, and automatically yeah. open you up. You truly have to have like a photographic 
memory to, to yes i mean i mean well he as the character has to i mean because this is the, go ahead sorry be, because of the fact that i mean you know we talked about the water scene and i mean you can literally you can literally get lost you you oh, know, well, fuck yeah, that's what I did. Especially when you die and they bring you back. And because they bring you back so far, especially when you're in the caves, you're like, okay, where where was this at? Yeah. So that's that's actually one of the things that I that bothers me about this game the most is that so uh, cuz we haven't really described it. The, the you have your little you have your walk, you have your stupid run, you have your skip. frolic frolic skip jump. <laughs> you have your um your spider stomp and your disinterested kick and <laughs> all of this stuff kind of happens when you push the buttons sort of i mean it's like uh, um and then eventually you pick up a gun um which i'll get to the frustration of the fucking laser pistol in a minute um but hans Hans pistol when i was when i was playing it on the genesis the the c button was the the jump and the kick and the shoot the gun yeah uh, all it's depending on oh, if you hold it down, you run too. Right. So it's it's all sensitive. It, it all depends on what you're doing yeah. at that moment. So, um, the the biggest issue I have with this game is that uh, it is it is one of the things that I've hated about games for a long time: difficulty through poor design, mm. content through punishment. Mm. Right. Whereas, like like. You know, right? We were sitting here, and you guys watched a speed run that took roughly twenty minutes, yep. front to back, in the game in roughly twenty minutes. And that is, if you if clearly a speed run is somebody who knows where everything is and everything. But the problem with that is that the game really only has twenty minutes of content. It just spends the other eight or nine hours you play you. fucking you <laughs> over. Like you get lost, you roll along. You, you know, you like. The first fucking thing that happens, like this is this is my experience with this game because when I started to play this game on the Genesis, I did not, I did not pull up a manual or anything. I just fucking loaded up the cart and started to play. And I watched the intro, and it's like, bam, you're in the water, and I'm like, there's like this blob in the water, and I'm like, what the fuck is that blob? Oh, it's yum, got, yum, it just yum, got yum, eaten yum, by a tentacle. Yum, 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 yum. All right, you're dead. Blob in the water. Basically, uh, push up. Yeah. Oh, okay, I can swim up. Awesome. So I get up out of the water, and I'm like, uh, testing controls. Like, okay, I can walk. I can. Oh, fucking tentacle dragged me back in the water. Thank you very much. <laughs> and then. Oh, blob in the water. Oh, climb out of the water. Okay, get the fuck off this screen. What's that little black thing on the fuck? I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, and that's that was the oh fuck me. The number of times <laughs> that I got scratched on, on the, the knee, knee by that little knee. slug fucker and fell over you dead. You guys had a pool against against me. How many times <laughs> I would die in that first section? Yep. Well, how many? I think it's twenty five times. That's out maybe? of personal experience, oh, sir. Man. I'm pretty sure that I did it at least fifty times over the number oh, so of times that. I played this. You were lowballing when you said, "Oh, I think six or seven times." I said, said six or I, seven. I, I, I said twenty. No, I gave you seven. He doesn't know me very well, does he? <laughs> <laughs> no. I will. I will tell you this. You know, I. You know, there are certain games that I will play until my fingers fall off before I go to the computer and go, "Okay, I, you know, let right. me let me see a video. Yeah, let yeah. me see something." That game, I died like ten or fifteen times and got frustrated, and I said, "I'm going to watch the first level." And I watched the first level, and I figured it out. And then <laughs> af- after that, 
I had no problems. I think it was really getting the hang of the game and the controls yeah. and yeah. what it is what just, type of game it is. Yeah, and the, the 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 first thing you have to realize about this game is that it is not a it's not a run and gun. No, it's oh, it is no. a it is Patience. a B. <laughs> Be as careful as humanly possible and pray you still have ammo. Yeah. Um, and that was the that was the thing that I learned like from getting killed by those little slug things at the very beginning over and over and over again was fuck it. I'm just gonna stop on all of them. I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna kill them all so that I don't have to worry about it. And then I get past that and then I run onto a screen and a fucking monster jumps on the screen and I go and the Half second hesitation of, and I'm dead. What do I do? Kick it? Do do I duck? Yeah. (laughs) So, but the the punishment in this game is not necessarily. I mean, it's partially punishing because when you the game moves, the controls are just slow. Like walking is slow, running is. You can go faster, but you can't control it as well. So right, you like right, right. Exactly. you step on the wrong things, or you dump dive in a pit, or you do something stupid. Um, so you're very slow, and even if you don't get dumped back very far, it still feels like a fucking. It still feels like you're getting kicked in the balls because you have to do it again. Right, exactly. You know, um, and the the when I was playing this game, one of the things that I was thinking about was I was trying to compare it. To, to stuff now and like where where games have come since this game and trying to think of the types of games that um, it spawned and the first game that came to my mind was Limbo mm. because is, is Limbo like that it's it's very similar in that it is it's it's a much more atmospheric and cinematic type platformer mm. where you it is very trial and error the the difference is that they learned from games like this and Limbo one, it makes the deaths entertaining enough that you don't mind when they happen. <laughs> and two, it does not punish you nearly as badly for fucking up. Yeah. If you die, you only get sent back just a little bit. Because what they realized is that once you've made it to a certain point and you're trying to get through a certain challenge, it's that challenge that you're having a problem with. Not it's else, not exactly. the five challenges <laughs> before it that you have to do again when they put you back in that fucking swinging cage. <laughs> like I never got past the cage. Oh, uh, so the th- the part that um, the part that bothered me, well, like I said, I didn't read a manual. I didn't go online and look anything up. And there's a point where the one thing that's never there, nothing is ever explained in the game. Right, like that's true. Um, so you, I did not know that I could charge the laser pistol. Mm. I did not know I could use it as a shield. I did not know. <laughs> I did not know that I could use it. I could charge it up and blow away walls. So uh, my first playthrough of this game. Okay, no, my second playthrough because my first playthrough was. Getting to the point where the where I'm running with the laser pistol through the hallways and the guy has to hack the door and I've died a billion times and then I fucking threw the controller down and I stopped playing, which is what the first five minutes of the game. Right, it's stuck in the. No, first it's the first hour and a half of the game. Come on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's get this right. Yes, it's the first. It's the first five minutes worth of content. Yeah. Uh, so then I put it down and then I went back to it and I got through all of that stuff okay and then. I got to the elevator and I looked out on the cityscape and then I got to a point where I'm like, okay, this dude just keeps killing me and then I'm walked into another, pl- I'm like, okay, so I need to go a different way and I go to a different floor and I walk over and I run into a wall and I'm like, 
even if I kill and so that was the part where you're in the elevator yeah. you go down to the bottom and technically what you're supposed to do is go down to the bottom and kill the guy mm. and then go back up blow the wall away and then use the little transporter things to get past but if you don't know you can blow that wall away what that means is I can go to the top and I can look out the fucking window. <laughs> I can go to the bottom and I can kill a guy who's in a dead-end room, or I can go to the middle floor and go to a dead-end room of my own. Oh, so that that was the point where I looked it up online, because that was the point where I, I shit you not, I actually threw my controller. I was like, fuck this noise. <laughs> I threw my controller, and then I went online. Yeah. I, I will say this. You know, and I think that was a transition in gaming is that for a while, especially when I was in Japan, I bought some old games, like some old uh, fighting games. And one of the games that me and my buddy had was uh, called Kanichi, World's Strongest, World's Strongest Disciple. Well, we when we bought the, that game was so rare. It's a Capcom game. And it was so in Capcom, when they make a bad game, they that game disappears off the, <laughs> yeah, of the planet. Right. Like if you talk about it, like right now, I think men in black are gonna show up to my door later and be like, Hey, we were talking about Kenichi. You have a copy? We need this, we need to confiscate that from you. Like but we me and my buddy searched and searched for this game. We found a copy, didn't come with a book, didn't come with anything. And to play the game, to get into the fights, you have to make it past the training stage. Well, the training stage, because we're both sitting there and we're using the max, we're maximizing our Japanese capabilities to read this, and we still can't figure out what you have to do, <laughs> right? Well, finally, we finally, one of us gets a copy of the game with a book. I got it. We find out that all you had to do was sprint, and, you, and it was past the stage. And I think that's a transition with games now as opposed to games early on. Early on, it was just implied that you read the book. You had the book. You yeah, read the book before. Absolutely. And then you knew what to do. Yeah. And the now, manual was 40 right, pages long. Right. Exactly. So. But yeah. now, like the game on iOS, Another World on iOS, there's a help button. You hit the help button. It tells you everything about the game. Like, this is how I run. This is how I shoot the gun. This is how I do. This is how I duck. This is how I kick. And things like that. Yeah. And now the games don't even come with manuals. They just come with a one-page sheet of legal notices. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Oh, my God. It's so true. Because, I, like I told you, I bought Dynasty Warriors 7 the other day. And I, I open up the manual, and all it is is legal constraints, notices, warranty thing, this and that. A if little, you suffer from seizures. Right. A little a little tiny overview of the game, maybe a couple of in-game menus, and that's it. Nothing and a, else. And a diagram of a controller that says the, jump, jump, shoot, yeah. move. The, yeah, that's it. The controller, <laughs> and, yeah, and, and maybe some shops. Like, and oh, then okay. go to right. our website. Yeah, go to our website. Yeah. Please like on our website. Yeah, this... Um, there's a there's a line between not hand holding and like f- and <laughs> fucking you being thrown into the fire. <laughs> yeah, and this game this game is the unabashed throw you in the fire and you know just let you burn type of game where um, it just doesn't. They're trying to be cinematic, but in doing so, they are making it so difficult for you to like. I understand that the purpose behind the design of the game is to avoid gaminess, right? right? Like, to avoid things like telling you where to go and flashing on-screen arrows and icons and, you know, button instructions and stuff. But, mm. but for fuck's sake, they don't even give any kind of in-game style indication of the things that you're supposed to do. Mm. Like, I got lucky picking up the gun, Right, oh, because it's hurt, like yeah. it's like I'm like sitting there looking at the gun and I'm hitting. I'm trying to step on it and uh. I'm trying to. I'm like, what the fuck do I do? And then I, I'm like, 
it's only because I've played other games where you kneel to pick shit up that I'm like, yeah. all right, I'll yep. kneel, and it picked it up. And I, I was I like, I can tell you the first time I ran past that gun <laughs> and, and went into a firefight unarmed. It's <laughs> like, how am I supposed to get the guy with the laser? Because I tried to run back toward him and kick him, and he shot me like six times. <laughs> so like, stupid, yeah, disinterested yeah, kick of the shit. Just, I just ran. I, uh, huh. Yeah, maybe I get a flying drop kick or something. <laughs> you know, but and then I finally ran back, and I was like, I hit down by accident. Yeah, and I was like, oh. So I can pick stuff, I can pick shit up. But no, that's the only thing in the game that you ever right. pick up. So it's like, what is what you know? What is the point? Yeah, cinematic. Yeah, uh, it is, it it is that cinematic. we bail. We can use that as the blanket like reason for all the flaws in this game. Yeah, well, I mean, there's before this game, there were a, not a lot of games that told a story. No, you know, and it kind of uses the, and, and after this game, there still weren't. No, well, it, which is true <laughs> because a lot of people when they when they play video games, they want to play a game. You know, they want to have points, they want to kill things, see mm-hmm. things blow right. up, and that's it. Well, this one is different, and it's a and the the reason why I say it's a lot like Dragon's Lair is because you have to try to figure out how to get past um, different right. things. It's like a puzzle, you know, and that's the reason why I like this game because it it drops you into this world. It does doesn't give you any tools and it says okay um this button is jump this is run try to figure out how to make it out so and, and they uh, drop you into a pool and and then <laughs> and then tentacles get, eat yeah, you yeah drowned by tentacles if i had to pick a game before and after this game to compare it to before i would say prince of persia because yeah, yeah. i remember playing so prince of persia and i remember you know the whole idea of another world in prince of persia kind of was like Every situation is not a fight your way through situation. Right. You know, sometimes there's something, you know, hang off the ledge and hide or, you know, or do something else. It kind of makes you think a, a little bit. Like you said, it's not a running gun. Uh, because, so, so to me, it was, it was almost, it gave me that Prince of Persia feel. Yes. Um, and if I had to compare it to a game future, it would be Tomb Raider. Because Tomb Raider, the first, the very, very first Tomb Raider. As they, as yeah, the, I, can, as I they, can see that comparison. Well, because as they went on, Tomb Raider became more action-like, where it was more right. shooting. But the first Tomb Raider... Yeah, you had guns, but it always wasn't about that. It was about yeah. getting past the puzzles and, mm. you know, everything wasn't an action-engaged type thing. And so I think that those are kind of two games that I would put online oh, with. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And also this is one of the games that had really good animation. Because yes. uh, most most of the times you don't see six or seven frames used for a kick or a run. Right. Right. You just see legs moving up and then down. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's either on or off. The somebody once described to me the the concept of game design in general and, and boiled it down to a, a game experience front to back is especially in video games is nothing but a series of challenges and rewards mm. and regardless of the style of game you're doing regardless of whether you want to make it cinematic it's all about present a challenge to the player and if they succeed at it they get rewarded in some mm. way now the problem with this game is that it is constantly punishing and not rewarding. You don't feel any... Like in Limbo, for example, the mm. game I compared it to before, um, one of the first challenges you come up against is you you like, you like walk onto a screen and there's uh, these giant spider legs like come out of the side of the screen and they're, they kind of hover at you. And if you get too close, you get speared and killed, right? Mm. And then you have to try and figure out how to deal with these spider legs. There are you previously in the game you have encountered these bear traps, right? And 
So you get this audio cue. What happens is like you'll walk up and the spider will point his leg at you. And then if you get out of the way in time, he hits the ground. And you get this audio cue. You hear this jingling. And you're like, oh, I wonder what that is. And you go back on the other part of the screen and there's a bear trap that's like hanging off of a ledge. And if the thing hits the ground a couple of times, it knocks the bear trap off the ledge. And then you, you drag the bear trap back over there. Wait, and this is happening off screen? The bear trap The falls? bear trap, yes, the bear trap falls off screen. It's an audio cue. Um, and then you grab the bear trap and you take it back. And what, what you do is you push it under there and then you bait the guy. And then it rears up its leg and you put the bear trap in place and it goes whack and it breaks his leg off yep. and when you get past that challenge the first time it feels like an accomplishment and you get rewarded by this little cinematic of like you see the legs and then you see the spider like crawl down from his roost and like run away and it's those kinds of cues that give you make you feel like you've accomplished something mm-hmm. you ne- i never felt like i accomplished anything in this game you know, like the challenges like it was. It was. I mean, stage one. Your reward for running from that beast is running into like some seven foot tall fucking alien and getting shot, getting shot, and getting stunned. Like I just <laughs> ran. I just. I just. Yeah, but it's, I just, it's, I, They're French, though. It's but, made by a French guy. But that, still, that that is your reward. I ran. I ran. I moved from the pool all the way across the screen. Ran back. Swung on a vine. Ran all the way back again, and then. Ran, then fell down and got shot. And I, I'll, I will be completely honest and say that that is the most rewarding thing that happens <laughs> in the game, because at least, at least that indicates that you have completed something. This is true, right? This is true. Nothing else in the game indicates right. the completion of right. something. But that's a reward, right? You getting farther through the through the story. No, no, that's the problem. No. It, it's not. It's not giving the the when this when this game design theory was described to me as a series of rewards. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to have those interim rewards to. Uh, to drive a player to continue to get more. And in this case, you don't get that because you're not really getting anything. You're not really learning anything, right? You don't, like, at least at that one. And I understand that, believe me, I agree with you in that. You're like, what the fuck? I finally get somewhere and I just get shot. But at the very least, that tells you there's... That's the first indication that you have that there's other intelligent life on the planet that you're on, and it spurs you to learn more about those people. The problem is you never get to learn more about those Ever. people. Ever. Like, the, the, the place in the game where I was done. Mm. So I told you my first two playthroughs. My third playthrough, I got past all of that shit. I, I had looked online and figured out that I could charge the gun, blew the wall, got past the guys, got underground, died a gajillion times rolling around in little tunnels and getting hit by steam and shit. And then I got into the underground caverns. And it was like I was literally lost in underground caverns. Mm. And I'll, and fuck that, right? Because that is, when you look at the speed run of this game, to get to that point takes roughly two and a half minutes and then the next out of a 20 minute playthrough the next like 14 minutes are running back and forth in those fucking caverns true and that's the game 
Yeah, and I was like, and, and it's I like a maze. And I was running around, getting lost in the maze, trying to figure out what the yeah. fuck I was supposed to do next. And I just gave up. And that that time, I actually like threw the controller hard enough that it unplugged itself from the Genesis. I got fucking pissed. I was just like, <laughs> after an hour and a half or two hours of being lost in caverns, I was yeah. done. I was like, fuck this game. Is I was just like, done. I. No. Go ahead, Joel. Uh, well, I'm, I'm just going to say that I'm, I'm the kind of masochist that I like those kind of games. And I think the reward is getting farther and farther and knowing that you're able to achieve those, those and pass those puzzles. If I you didn't know. think that it, it – <laughs> I guess this is – it just clicked for me why it's not a reward for me. Yeah. In Limbo, if I get past a puzzle – I know that I'm probably not going to have to do that puzzle again. <laughs> in this game, if I get past 12 puzzles, I know that I'm going to die and have to do 17 puzzles again. <laughs> like, yes, it's, that's true. And that's where oh I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, the, the math doesn't fucking work out there, and I don't want, I don't want to have to it's replay like, all the shit like, that yeah. I've already done it's like over and over was, again. This was done back in the days with old school gaming where there was, oh, where there was kind of the speed run where you'd have to do it over and over again. Sure. Games were much, much harder. Yeah. Um, like a prime example is uh, like roguelikes. I'm, I'm a big fan of roguelikes, roguelikes and the yeah. whole mechanic, the game mechanic in that is death. You, you're you're supposed to die. If you ever play through the game the first time, you, it's not possible because sure. you have to die over and over and over again and that's how you build up your your, your character and your equipment and it's a, just a whole part of the game. Um, some people would see think that as redundant. I guess I'm kind of an insane gamer because I do things over and over again, expecting different results. <laughs> that's, but that's what? the type of gamer I am. Like a prime example, I really love Demon Souls and and Dark Souls, and that's the same thing where you're going through, and the first time that you come up to a monster, they'll skewer you, and you're dead, and you have to start over again from the and do it all over again, and you make it past that guy, and then you turn around a corner and get smashed by a rock. And see, I can't, I can't stand that. I can't. I. It's yes, just it's painful. Oh, that's pa- I, it's I'd painful. Lo- because it gives me an essential of accomplishment for me. That it, okay, I have to figure out this world. What okay? This is this the best implement. What if I do this? And it, I can make test cases as I'm going through this game. There's and well, and one more thing is is once you go through it, um, you can play New Game Plus, and then once you do the New Game Plus, all these. Parts of the game that took no, that's you like a, eighty hours to go through, you can blast through it sure, in four. That type of stuff doesn't bother me. New Game Plus is is awesome most of the time. I enjoy that. Yeah. Um, but it's it's this weird like different. There's a difference to me between something like Demon Souls and Dark Souls, and uh, or and this game. And like, I, I'm a huge Mega Man fan, mm. and Mega Man can be pretty punishing at times. Oh yeah, um, but for some reason, if I go through seven Mega Man levels and then die, take my last death and need to do that again, I don't, I don't, I wish I could tell you what the aesthetic difference is to me between that and, and the way this is handled. The way this is handled, it's just like, I think, okay, but you know, I think with Mega Man, there's always an out. 
So if there's a boss that you can't beat, you can go try another level yes. and try maybe another, yeah. beat that boss, and then he gives you a weapon. He gives that makes you a it weapon. easier. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. I think that might be a difference that you have an option sure. for an out. Where this one, no, when you die, hey, I'm back in the swing. Well, cage. and I've also the I think the other thing the the other big difference to me is that Mega Man like. Dying and having to redo stuff is a lot more, a lot less punishing and more interesting in pattern-based games like Mega Man. Mega Man is a pattern-based game, yes. so if you learn the patterns, you can you, easily, can, you yeah. can go through things fairly easily. And that, to me, is is I do get a sense of accomplishment from learning the patterns of enemies in an in in a, in a level and being able to blow through a Mega Man level. However, this game. There are random elements. Oh yeah, there are, oh, and and God. that's what's and that's what's aggravating because even if you are super good, like the controls are not good enough to to make it so that your skill level can overcome the random elements. Mm, yes, right. So you can you can be really fucking good at doing this game over and over and over again, and still get fucked because that one little fucking slug thing just happens to drop a millimeter behind your fucking sure. BK, yeah. and you can't step on it. You there, know when you get I know neither of you made it to this point, but there's a point in the game where you know I get to that point and I'm like, okay, I remember there's one guy there I have to shoot, so so I'm already prepared, and I come running up. And then all of a sudden, this time, there's two guys instead of one guy. Right, exactly. And I'm like, okay, okay, so now there's going to be two guys. So I come in there, and the one guy's there, and that's the other guy's there. So I kill him, kill him. But then I didn't realize that after I killed those two, if I stayed there too long, another guy would yeah. come. And so it, the game is – it is you have to be sadomass to love to love this <laughs> game because it is so – it is demoralizing. It's, there's, there's, one, there's one part of the game that actually really bothers me is that – I did want there the story is it's almost like somebody telling it's almost like watching a silent picture. You sure. have to figure out pretty much what's going on from you don't know I don't know the guy's name. I don't know the professor's name. I don't know the name of the guy who helps me out, who gives me a back massage every time I do something right. <laughs> I, I, I you know, the Sith Lord that shot me with the stun gun, um, who puts who puts his coat who takes his coat off and puts it in a magical locker on the wall? <laughs> that is, and it in the back, magical it, invisible. Locker. It doesn't happen every time. Every time you reload the game from the cage, it, he doesn't do that every time. It's a random, <laughs> it's a random chance. It should yeah. be a trophy. Watch the Sith Lord put his coat in the wall. Like it, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, the, yeah. It's just, it's that, and then it, the they they make it. They they just. There's you never really know. Even in the end of the game, you know, me and Joel right for the right before we started the 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 actual show, we, we watched the speed run. Even in the end, you fly away on the dragon. You have no idea what's going to happen after that. Yeah, it's like what is the what is the point? Okay, it's like we, this jackass, like <laughs> this jackass did some physics experiment, ended up on an alien world, and it. Is still stuck on an alien world. He's still stuck on an alien world. Pretty much, your slave buddy now because he's hurt at the end. He's crawling around. Your slave buddy picks you up, flies away with you on a dragon. And I think he's taking you to his cave to rape you. <laughs> like that's pretty much what's going to have your yeah. your reward is butt sex. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is your reward for helping because you are paralyzed and you cannot fight him off. You can't do anything. You're I about. Have, to, I have waited all yeah, this I waited time. All this time. <laughs> I almost had you in the cage, hey, but then you started swinging it around. You fuckwad. <laughs> but run now, bitch! Run now! There's nowhere you can go. 
I'll get back on the dragon. The dragon's gone. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, it's it's very, the game itself, even I would think that after going through that hell, that you would get something rewarding. You would get like, okay, you've yeah. made it off, you've made it out of the prison, you know, now on to something else or or just anything, but you get nothing. You you play through this, especially, you know, I, I, I can't beat it in a speed run. It would probably, if I really sat down and tried to play it, the game, even after seeing the guy do it, would still probably take me weeks yeah. to beat it, and I would feel so unrewarded. Yeah. You, you I just, get nothing. I get nothing after just, beating it. Yep. So uh, a shitty ending. <laughs> so if you if you listeners want to go buy uh, out of this world, um, you can get the game. You can get the game uh, in modern incarnations. There is a Windows version, which I don't know if it's through Steam or it, if it's it's, uh, it's probably through Steam or GOG. Uh, an iOS version. Uh, the the websites uh, Wikipedia says you can get it on Android, but uh, you said you couldn't find it on the Android Marketplace, nope. Joel. No, nope, so, it wasn't there. Uh, and there's a GBA version, or you can buy the original uh, Genesis or SNES carts. Um, the rest of the systems that it was released on, like unless you happen to have a Tapwave Zodiac sitting around uh, or an Apple II. 3DO, um, son. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but I I cannot, I just can't recommend this game like it, regardless of what it did for i mean if it was an important thing for gaming which i feel i'm not sure it was because i feel like flashback has more cash with gamers like when you talk about this sort of thing you people yeah, remember flashback, flashback more um this, you know? yeah um i just <sighs> It's just not there's there's nothing rewarding about playing it no, even no. learning even learning what it was about it, it just isn't there's just nothing that that can you, make you guys up for can't the... hear me but I'm pulling out my hair <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous see and the, I, I guess it's just like a philosophical difference because I I love the game I, if if I had more time and I didn't dude want to you were you about guys. to tear my you, fucking you, house you, apart I playing this game. game spilling beer all over the place uh, and yeah and, sorry and, about that Luke. yeah <laughs> all because of the game. So uh, we had a meeting today, and we actually planned out like a metric Jesus of episodes for this show. Uh, we've actually got uh, a definitive plan through episode seventy, um, and we're gonna we're gonna follow that plan, and then uh, we've got some other stuff coming after that. But we'll. Uh, uh, if anything changes, then of course we'll let people know. But um, f- we're we're going to start with the next three episodes with uh, one that was uh, I don't know why or who suggested it, but we ended up sticking to it. Which episode sixty three is going to be Echo the Dolphin? <laughs> is, is that a dolphin or a goat? It's a golf goat. It's a golf goat. Well, the can, dolphin goat. They golf, can ask golf, the same thing. It's a golfin. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Echo the Dolphin, we will play for episode 63 in two weeks. Um, and then the PAX casts are coming after that. PAX is at the end of this month from uh, August 31st through September 2nd. And as usual, if we can pull together a crew, we will have uh, we will do one show, uh, one PAX episode per day of the show. I'll be there. Um, Eddie will be there. He will likely be on the show with us. Andy will be there. Joel will kind of be there. Uh, I will, but I will probably be, not on the I'll show. I'll be working yeah. there. Um, so... 
so after the PAX casts, we're going to do uh, FC Neo Tokyo's suggestion of Low G Man. Um, <laughs> so we got to find. I still have to find copies of that. I know he offered to send them to us, but uh, that's fine. I can. There's a classic game store not too far from my house that I can check out. So, and I'm sure Christina probably has a copy floating, maybe. Uh, and then after that, we're going to do Shadowrun. Yeah. That one, is, that one was Snickers, uh, one of Snickers' longtime uh, suggestions for the Shadow show Run. for it's awesome. a long Shadow time. Run so, is awesome. Uh, and we're going to play the multiple different versions of that game. Oh, and yeah. So are you guys going to play so the, the Sega version? or You're going to play Sega, all of them? We're going to play different versions, and then okay. uh, and okay. uh, you're welcome to be yeah. one of those people. And one, play. Of them, one of those versions is just horrible. Um <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna run down kind of the list of the next uh, episodes 65 through 70 just just to put them out there. Now these are not guaranteed in their slots, but this is what we're we're gonna try and accomplish. After Shadowrun, we're gonna do Bionic Commando, Little Nemo, Rocket Knight Adventures, and w- then we're gonna have like a combo racing episode that's gonna consist of Super Off Road, RC uh, Rock and Roll Racing, uh, uh, RC Pro Am, and I've think we forgot we were gonna i think we were gonna put stunt race stunt race fx in there um then episode 70 is gonna be star fox and that's what we were we were saving star fox for a nice round numbered episode i think episode 70 will be will be star fox so there's our plan for the next um for the next four or five episodes or i guess eight or nine episodes um up through episode 70 you can't do that luke matthews what isn't that what Star Wolf says? You can't do that, Star Fox. Oh, yeah. That that was my Star Fox joke. Thank you. There's there's a reason why I'm not on this podcast. <laughs> uh, that's too easy. That's too easy. So, so uh, to wrap this up, you should check out the Trade Secrets podcast. Uh, we are we are desperately praying that the Trade Secrets and After the Fact podcasts will get back on track and be back. Uh, back on schedule again, Joel. You are a regular member of the Trade Secrets Podcast. Yeah, and, I will be on um, vacation, though. But he'll be on vacation for the next episode. So uh, check it out. It's uh, based on comic books. It's, it normally consists of, of Andy and Joel and Ann Bean. And over, you know, I will be coming back to the show sometime soon. And Eddie, I'm sure, oh, will be getting involved because he's a comic book nerd, too. Um, you can rate us on iTunes. It helps. Oh, fucking A. I almost forgot about the negative iTunes review. No, you don't, this has to don't happen. Bring that up. Yeah, oh, yeah. It no. has to happen because because the guy is just incorrect. Luke, we only want to listen to our, our supportive, you know. No, fans. because I, uh, the supportive fans will, will, uh, will appreciate this particular negative review. All, all press is good um, press. Okay. Yes. All right. If uh, you, I got to pull it up. So if you want to support douchebags and give them, you know, I do. I really, really do. Like, so, uh, <laughs> we, we got a hilarious negative review on iTunes from, uh, XX gray matter XX. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he, uh, it says, Benton uh, gray matter. <laughs> it Just says, saying. I was recommend. <laughs> no, no, sorry, I'm sorry because I, I I'm just hearing this voice in my head. I would recommend this show yeah. at RGE because Seattle Retro Gaming Expo. And I think I know who this guy was because uh, I only talked to one person about this show and so, and uh, and uh, recommended it to somebody Ooh. because I love video games. Post post he says post crash retro games from the 80s and 90s specifically. Who the fuck says post crash retro? 
that has this kid has to be Otaku. like sixteen years old, yeah, right? Otaku. It has to be these have to be before his time and that post crash. Yeah, post crash. He wasn't even games. alive when these games were out. Yeah. So anyway, let's without making fun of him too much, with the exception of the fact that he's just flat out wrong in parts of this. I thought maybe there would be nostalgia and fun with factoids and playthrough reminiscences, but no, there's none of that. The host, Luke, seems to hate everything except <laughs> Dig Dug. Okay, true. And these are all, there's a lot of all caps here, by the way. Fact. Gems like Castlevania series, Zelda A Link to the Past, Super Mario World. True. Hate, hate, hate. True. Doesn't true. like true. Super Metroid. True. So, no, that's the problem. Oh. <laughs> I like the Castlevania games, and I said so. I, Wait, you actually like the o- stuff? The only yes, I do. The only Castlevania game I didn't like was Castlevania Two. Um, I've liked Wait. all of the others that we've played. But any everything in Castlevania Two is all about lies, right? right. Okay. Um, anyway, go I love Super Mario World. It's it's one, one of the, the best, best platformers ever, ever made. Ever. Um, I liked Super Metroid. So maybe I need to go back and listen to the episode because I'm sure I had complaints <laughs> about Super Metroid, but I liked yeah. Super Metroid. Now, no. I will agree with them about Link to the Past because I bitched about Link to the Past. I because thought it was a great game. I know a lot of people did, but I, when I played through it again, I thought that some of the there were some there was some bullshit. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um, so, but here, here's I where it gets here's where it gets okay. really good. His poor taste knows no bounds, True. and frankly, the others, such as Christina, which means he hasn't listened to the show in a while, or hasn't listened to the recent ones, aren't any better. True. This show is a colossal waste. True. I genuinely don't know why these guys do this show, as they don't uh-huh. really seem to actually like video games. True. Uh, now it's interesting that I read that review right after a game that we we all kind of like bagged on. Yeah. But um, gray matter, if you'd like to write into the show and like and you know uh, ask questions or be a part of the show or yeah. offer your opinions, um, then I'm totally up for uh, logic. You know, reasonable discourse with people about Personally, video games. I would because like to, I would like to know what a post '80s crash post crash '80s retro. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, the thing about this show, the reason you say you don't know why we do the show, um, we all do love video games. Everybody that's on this show loves video games. There's plenty of games. Uh, like I would say that I'm, you know, there's plenty of games that I've loved over the course of this show. And if you listen to the show, the whole point is that we get people with differing opinions and we express them. Yeah, it's okay. Just so you know. Gray matter. To not it is like okay something. to not like something, <laughs> and it is okay to disagree with someone's opinion about it. it is. This is an opinion show. This is not. This is not us giving history lessons. This is us <laughs> talking about the games that we've played, like, dislike, indifference. Those are the opinions that we're going to talk about, and that's, in my opinion what I like about this show. That's why I do this show, because I like talking to people that disagree with me about stuff. Yeah. So, anyway, if you want to disagree with me about stuff, then feel free to keep listening to the show and, and fire an email in and tell us tell us your opinions and you know suggest shit for us, because that's what we're here for. Um, 
I just thought it was funny that he like ragged on me for games yeah. that I actually like. Yeah. Um, and that I said that I like on the show. <laughs> so, uh, rate us on iTunes. You can review us on iTunes like XX Gray Matter XX did. And uh, it helps us out. We've, um, helps us out, gets us stuff on iTunes. That's good. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. The main show feed is at After the Fact Pod. I am at Geeky Leet. Joel is at Superfly, but it's spelled weird. For those of you that don't listen to the Trade Secrets, podcast it is s-o-o-p-e-r-p-h-l-y super flat oh yeah and eddie is at sambo black with no c so s-a-m-b-o-b-l-a-k yeah uh you can like our facebook page at facebook.com slash after the fact podcast we actually don't have very many people who like our facebook page there's only i think 36 people that like our facebook page which is weird because we get 300 plus downloads for each episode so you know there's people listening I just don't know where they are on maybe Facebook. Maybe they don't go to Facebook, or maybe they just don't want other people to know that they like this podcast. Uh, maybe. I'm, That's true. I'm like that, too. Um, <laughs> uh, you can friend us on XPLSA, XBLA, PSN, and Steam. Uh, I Several people have friended me on XBLA. FC Neo Tokyo friends me. I don't play a whole lot of online games, but I like uh, I like people having being in my friends list so I can compare trophies and you know talk to people about games. Um and if you want to be a part of the show, like I mentioned before, you can email us at afterthefactatgeekerific.com. You can hit us up on Facebook. You can hit us up on Twitter. Uh, and all of those places, if you send us a question for the show, then uh, we will use it on the show unless we forget, uh, which happens occasionally but not very often. So for, for those of you, if you want to be prepared and be a part of the show, remember, we've got the Echo the Dolphin. We've got Echo the Dolphin, Low G-Man, Shadow Run, Bionic Commando, Little Nemo, uh, Rocket Knight Adventures, The Racing Show with Super Off-Road and Rock and Star Roll Racing, Fox. and Star Fox all coming up in the yeah. next uh, three or four months. And we've got the PAX episodes coming up. So if you want... Uh we're going to try and set up interviews like we did last time for PAX. Uh, we had Greg Miller and Casey Lynch on the show. We had Jeff Callis on the show who works for Penny Arcade and will likely be, uh, hopefully be on the show again with us. Um, cool cat. So uh, if you want... Uh, if you want to talk to, if you have questions for anybody specific, or if you want us to talk about something specific regarding packs, let us know. We will have uh, three episodes during the course of the show. Uh, that's it for episode sixty-two. Thank you, Joel. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, Eddie. You're most welcome. I am Luke, and we are out. But if you